Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When the cub comes calling. You're all ears. Get a cool! What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Canicorn Baseball Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Jason Willis. It's just me and Elias today. Elias, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. You know who hit a rope for his 39th home run approximately four hours ago off Cy Young candidate Kevin Gosman? Who did that? Fernando! <laughs> wow! Dude, that's actually crazy that he's at 39. With I feel like he's missed so much time this year. He has missed time, which is crazy. He's just so good. <laughs> this, well... Speaking of those Padres, since we're doing a week recap, we'll just kick it off with that. Uh, currently, they aren't a playoff team. They haven't been in the playoff. They haven't been in the wild card spot for a while now, as we've discussed. Currently, it's the Cardinals. But the Padres and the Reds are right on their heels. With the Padres, I believe they're on a two-game win streak right now. Uh, playing the Giants right now. They're in the meat of their schedule. Oh, no, not two games. They won the – yeah. Yeah, just two games. Yeah. Two game win streak right now. They just took, they just split the series with the Giants. They get the Cardinals next week and then the Giants again. So that series against the Cardinals coming up is huge for them to potentially clinch a playoff spot. They really uh, got to do something. Yeah, man. Like, do you think they take that? I don't know, man. Have you seen their month split? No, I haven't. Dude, the past month, August 15th, <laughs> yeah. September 15th, the 9 and 17. Ever since That's the All Star break, man, it's like I just have no confidence in anything they do. Right. It's like, like I want to, like we discuss all the time, like I want to believe in them so bad, and they just never give you any reason to. They have all the star power in the world, too. <laughs> I know. Like, that's the biggest thing about it, though, is like when you look at the team, it's like, why? Mm hmm. Like, what is going on? It's almost like when we kind of like when we talked about the Cubs before they trade everyone off. Like, okay, yep. what's the problem here? It's just I don't know, just like the chem this chemistry like just dry up like that. They, just, they start right. to hate each other. Like it seemed at the beginning of the year, the Padres were like Excuse a knit of a group, and like it all seemed like everything was great over there. And now it's they can't do a damn thing, right? No, David Man. Ross probably one. Wait, this is his second year now. Is it his first or his second? Managing David Ross. Oh, you talking about the Cubs? Yeah, I think it's his 
Might be more than two, right? But definitely at least a second. He might get canned, dude. Unless he's just one of those rebuilding managers like Ron Gardenhire did before he stepped down for like medical reasons. He that was the plan in Detroit. It wasn't gonna be Hinch, obviously, right. but they hired Gardenhire just to like get that team through the uh the muddling of the bad for that period of time. But now they got Hinch and the looks like they're on an uptrend. Regardless, I think Gardenhire was gonna get them there eventually but right hinch hinch is a uh, world series manager somehow not yeah, look at that you know, i mean it's crazy to think with how the season started but jace tingler might not be there at the end of the year either hmm. which i mean like just if he gets canned he's gonna be the first one off the board in the offseason that's for sure you think so yeah oh yeah that'll be a hot name if he gets canned that'll be a hot name I don't know if he'll get canned, but it's almost like, how do you justify a collapse like this? Mm. I mean, it, it's just like, because like we said, there's, there is no way to justify. It. I mean, yeah. there's, it's definitely not a lack of talent. No. By any Got means. Terry Francona canned in 2011. The best yeah. team ever. Oh, man. Will should be here <laughs> because it's about that time. Chicken and beer. <laughs> Speaking of your Red Sox, let's move to a different wild card race. Currently, they're about as close as you can get to a playoff spot. They're Dude. on the outside looking in with the win percentages. They're like 0.0001% on the win percentage out of a playoff spot right now. It but literally couldn't be closer in the AL. It's like yeah. a three-way tie up top, I'm pretty sure. The Yankees and the Blue Jays have a win percentage of 562, and the Red Sox are at 561. They're right there looking at it. That's like, wow. But I mean, so, even to get to this point, they yeah. should have walked away with the division. They should have buried the Yankees in July coming out of the All-Star break. Yeah, but exactly. Like that didn't happen. So yeah. Now it we're really here. shouldn't be a question, but... Now the fucking Jays are right here, too. Like, oh, fucking picking their socks. Taking up the about, threads. Man? They're just ridiculous, man. And wait till next year, dude. They're going to oh, be dude. full strength. Boom. And it's just like, it's almost, it's crazy, like, the way the this wild card race has worked, where a little while ago it was like, oh, yeah, no doubt the Red Sox make the playoffs, like, before the All-Star break. And then not that long ago it was, well, yeah, of course, the Yankees are sick. They're going to make the playoffs. And now it's no doubt the Blue Jays make the playoffs either. Like, we're all just, it's crazy the cycle that this has been through where now we've all three of these AL East teams have been thought of as legitimate threats to not just make the playoffs but win the World Series at times. Yeah. The AL East is the strongest division <laughs> in baseball and it's not close and it's <laughs> been that say. way for the better part of 10 years because there's always mm-hmm. been at least three competitive teams. I remember back in 2008 this is crazy to me because back in 2008 i mean not excuse me 2018 when the Sox won 108 games best team ever for real do you know what you know who's in third place that year who the rays and you know how many wins they had who how many 90 (laughs) that's insane that's probably first place in some shit division it is first place in some first place it's first place in the al east this year man it's crazy the white Sox are in first place with 83 right now (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy the there is a legitimate path where the red sox finish with more wins than the white sox and astros and don't make the playoffs 
that's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just divisions. How it is, that's just how it has to be with divisions. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just gonna Crazy. come and just compile everybody based on wins. But I mean, who wants to do that? I know. What, it's like what's I, this the point of divisions? You're just playing AL and NL baseball. The O's just made, walked off on the Yankees. That's hilarious. Who did? Yeah, the Orioles just walked off on the Yankees. Jesus. Classic. Dude, what's up with the so, Orioles being feisty all of a sudden, huh? Man, there's always been the offense. Been, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That pitching, man, it's just been awful. But, I mean, yeah. I mean the offense has been, has been doing his thing low-key. I mean, before today, they were, they've lost a bunch in a row. But how many is it? Like five in a row. But yeah. last night, they almost beat the Yankees, too. I mean, They're just hanging around, man. Those bats. Dude, did you see Sunday? The Blue Jays just beat the piss out of yeah. like <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! They're dead! They literally, and the day before, the, the Blue bird. Jays beat them twice, and they scored 11 in both of those games as well. See Vlad they doing the 44 runs in two days on those yeah, poor dude. Orioles. What is going on, man? <laughs> this is skeet shooting those birds out the sky. What they're doing? So the Jays apparently are a very aggressive bird compared to the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we know the apex predator in, deer, in bird baseball. Get the Jays versus the Orioles on that show, Deadliest Warrior, and I'm taking that simulation for the Jays 989. Oh, dude, dude. I forgot that all about this. Loved it, man. Dude. I don't know why they ever canceled that show. What a great show. They probably just ran out of Warriors, but I'd still watch it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, facts. 13 year old me would be on the couch oh, yeah, let's go. That every day, <laughs> every morning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Craziest episode. <laughs> Fucking vampires versus Frankenstein. <laughs> what is that? I can't believe they're really doing this right now. That's when you knew it was going to be canceled. That's when they were right now. Oh, out. yeah. It was just absolute nonsense. <laughs> Not to go on a ridiculous tangent here, but remember when they brought Chuck Liddell in and he was like piecing up the beef, like the hanging beef in the fridge? <laughs> he just like punching it with like swords on his hands. <laughs> what the hell was that? What a show. <laughs> Speaking of those Orioles, though, uh, Elias, give me the alarm. Egan. Egan. We'll be pitching, was it tomorrow against the Red Sox? Start tomorrow against your Free Red Sox. Against your Red Sox. Can Keegan Aiken collect a third win on the season against the Red Sox. Free Red against... Sox beatdown? <laughs> he gets a tough pitching assignment. He goes against Chris Sale, which is never what you want to see, but Keegan Aiken, our boy, Keegan Aiken, God damn it! answer my Instagram DM. We're trying to get you on this pod. For He's real. Two and nine with a 683 ERA and a 1.56 whip. But honestly, man, you got to give the guy credit for this second half of the season because when we started this Keegan Aiken watch, his ERA was over eight. The whip was at damn near two. He had no wins. I mean, he's kind of like, I'm not saying he's good, but damn, he's kind of turned it around for as much as he could. And we will course, eternally root for him. Yes, 100%. Um, however, this one probably won't be closed. The Red Sox need this series real bad. The Orioles know their season's done. Uh, 
we'll obviously recap that on the weekend episode. But if the Red Sox can't take, I mean, at least two of three here, and we're put, we're talking about a huge dent in the playoff hopes. I would like to say that I just changed my chair. The microphone mute button is the greatest thing to ever exist on a computer. Damn, couldn't even tell. Unbelievable. <laughs> but yes, we need to take this series. I mean, yeah. we just got to we got to rattle. Wait, we got uh, fifteen games left. If we don't take at least ten of these, that'll be very upsetting. We yeah. have to. There's literally no choice. You have to yeah. take that many games. Upsetting in the way that you probably won't make the playoffs, which is so crazy to think. Because the Jays are just going crazy. Because if we win yeah. 10, the Jays are going to win 12, and the Yankees are going to win 9 <laughs> or 10, because that's just what they do. Yeah, like just because. Like it's just been like that all year. Mm-hmm. Just can't expect anything else at this point. Toughest teams, division in however. baseball, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially with the Padres kind of slowing down. Now it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Two teams, speaking of divisions that are in no way at all worried about making the playoffs, as they've already clinched. The Dodgers and Giants from the same division have both clinched the playoffs this year. Elias, those are your Giants. You've been hanging your hat on them all season. Seeing them, obviously, those two teams clinching is not a surprise to anybody, but it nope. is newsworthy as they're the first two to do it. When you see the Dodgers and Giants on the roster, you see an X and a Y next to those guys because they yeah. have clinched. Hey, Look, team full of dogs, teams, both of them. Man. Yep. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the Giants. Dude, I was watching the Dodgers. Oh, Diamondbacks, I think it was, it was last night or the night before, man. Like it was just, it felt like they were playing different sports. Yeah, like watching it was, it, oh, dude, it was just crazy. Turner just goes deep, just smokes one, like, <laughs> like it's nothing. And the pitcher just didn't even like for the Diamondbacks, didn't even seem like he gave a shit. Like he was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm playing against the Dodgers. I will say, I wish Cattell Marte was on a better team because he has so go, good, man. He's he gotta go. So good. He signed an extension. Yeah. What are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> what are you What's doing? What's the point? What are you expecting? So leave. Crazy. Force your way out. So so crazy to me, man. But I mean, he's there for. I mean, you gotta respect him for being loyal to that team. But but why would you even want to be? There's like nothing out there. There's. Uh, like I'm just gonna go waste to your LA, career there, man. Like go to like the Angels for God's sakes. Yeah, they Tampa, need Tampa, dude. Figure yeah. something out in Tampa and then have them move to Montreal. Now we're getting yeah. crazy, but they should no, move to Montreal. No, see, the thing is, I think they should take the Rays and move them to Las Vegas. I don't think they need to be in. Montreal. I think Las Vegas should just get an expansion team and they got to move cool the Rays too, back to Montreal. That's cool. That would work for me, too. I think, I think Las Vegas deserves a sports team from all four major sports they've proven they can do it yeah like when was that ever a question like why was it why did it take so long for to decide like all sports why did it take so long i mean maybe soccer has been there for a while but other than that the four major like the four major american sports i wrote about it a while back like in hockey um, yeah i wrote about it a while back that there's it's just how crazy it is that the raiders are there and the and hockey is there. The Knights are there. And not that long ago, if you said they should put a team in Vegas, everyone's like, oh, no, you couldn't do that. You can never do that. 
they took advantage of it. And those those two were the first. Yeah, and now they own that market, just straight mm-hmm. up own, dominated man, and it's yeah. blowing up. And baseball, I think, would be wise to get involved. With that. They got it. They can get a nice, sick desert-looking stadium oh, out there. Yeah, man. With Allegiant, that spaceship. I'm convinced Ooh. the Allegiant Stadium has like rocket thrusters under the turf, just so it can take <laughs> off whenever yeah. it wants. But it's either that or the world's biggest fucking Roomba. <laughs> it looks like both, but I, I, I've, I've always said I think the Rays should go there. But there's, I'm sure, plenty of teams that could do well there. An expansion team would be awesome. It would have to be a team that I think, because obviously people think baseball is boring. It would have to be a team that grabs your attention immediately, right. and they have to win pretty much immediately to compete with. Football, even though the Raiders, if they didn't win, they're still going to be super popular. No matter what, you're still going to sell out. NFL, yeah. Yeah, and hockey has been a huge hit, but guess what? They won. Yeah. They got to the Stanley Cup right off the bat. So right, if you were to send good. a team there, if you're going to send a team there, make sure they get 90-plus wins and might even compete for a playoff <laughs> spot immediately. Yeah, that's that's an interesting – I mean, we kind of already discussed it a little bit, but that's an interesting pod to do at some point, like discuss what team could go there. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there is more than a few markets that could relocate. Like I, especially I was thinking about it in the NBA the other day. Like get the fucking jazz out of Utah. Like what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like who thinks of basketball is like Utah? <laughs> Makes no no one's paying attention to basketball in Utah. No, but you know who people are paying attention to? That Shohei Otani was named Time Time. He's in. Times 100 most influential people. I believe I framed that correctly. Yeah, and he's one of them, yeah? Yeah, he was one of them. Awesome. Uh, which is crazy for sports in general, much less baseball. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, like we said before, he's, pro- he's like quite literally not saving the game, but he's putting it on the map it deserves. He's putting it in the spotlight it deserves. Rekindling and, the candle. Yeah, I mean, him and Fernando Tatis are right on the forefront of that. Wow! <laughs> world-class athlete there's gonna be a whole new group of baseball fans like even like my little brother like loves Shohei loves Fernando Tatis and I honestly think without those two guys he probably doesn't care about baseball so there is a whole new group of fans coming to the sport that love baseball because of those two guys need that spice and need that fire need excitement yeah the guys that when they go up there because Otani on both sides of the ball, you expect him to go out there and give you seven strong, and you expect him to hit a fucking mammoth shot right. over the double golden arches across the street <laughs> every time he steps up. Speaking of, it's, I mean, it's kind of about the White Sox, but not about the White Sox. It's about Shohei Otani because they played the White Sox, but he struggled in this series, and I bring it up not to. T- not to shit on Otani. I mean, he was 0 for 12 in the series with seven strikeouts. Well, I mean, we discussed it in group chats many a time while Vladimir Guerrero is in Toronto dominating, potentially on pace to win a triple crown. So Salvador Perez has something to say about that. That's but, so crazy to me, man. What's he doing? He has no really? business hitting 45 home runs. What, what is he, Johnny Bench? Get out of here, man. <laughs> I know. So, do you see the Athletic posted today? 
Mm-mm. Is Salvador Perez having the greatest season for a catcher of all time? Feels like a stretch. Jeez. He's hitting like 270. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That's not... On an awful Royals team. Yeah. And people are like, Mike Piazza hit 46 home runs, hitting 303. So it's just... I don't I don't know. Once Salvi gets the big blue machine going, then we'll talk. But I don't <laughs> yeah. hear no big blue machine nickname right now. Exactly. But what we were saying about Vlad, if he does win a triple crown, and I know your opinion on it, but I'm going to ask it so you can say it on the pod anyway. If Vladimir Guerrero is able to win a triple crown, is able to get help his team get into the playoffs this season, is has he done enough at that point to take the MVP from Shohei, who's been presumed the winner all year? No. <laughs> Otani is going to win. He locked it up back in August. Everybody struggles. It's baseball. He's just having a rough patch. But really, I mean, look at what he's done all season. It's just You just don't do that, and you just don't oh, see that, and we haven't. And this is the first year he's really broken out. You can't give him comeback player of the year, even though, I mean, you Give him half to it on the pitching side, but you can't really uh, give him comeback player of the year because he didn't really come back from anything. But the, you have to give him the MVP because give Vlad the triple crown. That's great. That's three batting stats that he's leading in. But Otani, the overall measure, batting, good at batting, and good at pitching. And that hasn't been done in 100 years. My grandmother wasn't even alive, more my grandfather. It's been that long. And they're old. Oh, my grandmother's old. She's, what, 93, <laughs> going to be 94? I'm, she didn't even see that. It's well, Maybe she saw it. You probably heard Babe Ruth's name, but that was yeah. it. Nothing like that since. It's, so if we're looking at counting stats on the year, obviously Vlad doesn't pitch. But if you're looking at counting stats on the year, uh, Vlad has a much higher batting average than Shohei. He's leading the league. He has a higher OPS and he has one more home run than Shohei Otani. Of course, the only reason we're discussing, not the only reason we're discussing is Shohei's the MVP, but he's also the best pitcher on the team by a large margin. Not and, even close, man. Yeah, by a very large margin. And, I mean, is a, what, top 10 pitcher in the league? I'd say so. It's close, at least, right? Like, he, there's at least an argument he's in the top 10. Top 10 in the AL, for sure. Yeah, yeah. My only worry is with Shohei, like, well, yeah, he pitches and he does all that, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But And it's amazing. It's incredible. We've never seen anything like it. But I feel like we're walking a slippery slope if we're going to give it to him because he pitches and hits. Like, so do we just give it to him every year because he pitches as well? Which, I, like, that doesn't seem too fair. Good old LeBron voter fatigue will set in. So, you know, he yeah. won't. But while, <laughs> well, yeah. well, while he's doing his thing in the moment right now, you have to give it to him just to make sure that he has. It. I'm not saying rig it, but I mean, right. this. you feel like this has been locked up. And a lot of people would be very disappointed if like Otani with all the exposure he's getting doesn't win this prestigious award. So I've actually 
since like within the like last few hours like of this day come to the same conclusion as you have and i came back around to show hey mvp as the mvp of in over vlad and it was because i compared it to a different sport which we're talking about a bunch of sports on this pod but <laughs> comparing it to the nba back when oscar robertson averaged a triple double and he came third in the mvp voting he was the first mm-hmm. player to ever do it third in the mvp voting that year and I thought, if Shohei doesn't win the MVP this year, in 20 years or 10 years, we're going to look back on it and say, how? That was despicable. Right. If Vlad doesn't win the MVP this year, it'll be easier to explain Shohei did this than Shohei didn't win it because Vlad did this, in my you know, opinion. They were thinking ahead three years ago when they did this as well because I guarantee you, Nobody is mad about him beating out Miguel and Har for Rookie of the Year. I promise. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the MLB is going to give the Shohei Otani. Not only just because he deserves it, but because the publicity is it's needed for the yeah, league as a whole. you need it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they need Man it. Manfred's running it. this thing into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Any positive publicity for a guy that's literally expanding the game at an astronomical pace is very welcome. Mm-hmm. Eat it. And, yeah. And honestly, the biggest reason why you'd say Vlad deserves to win Triple Crown or wins the MVP is obviously because he's having a fantastic year. He's just a terrific player. But he might not even win the Triple Crown. He still needs more RBIs. And Salvador Perez might end up leading the league in home run. Mr. Spoiler right there. Yeah. and there's... Imagine. Oh, dude. Can you, you just lost the triple crown to a catcher. <laughs> Who's just raking in a way no one ever predicted. No. And Shohei and uh, Shohei's only one behind those guys in the home run lead. So Shohei could lead the league in home runs. Anybody can get it. They can <laughs> get it. I think that happened with um, J.D., a few years ago, I think really? in 2018, I want to say, I swear he was a Sox. Um, somebody took, I think it was an RBI total from him. They had just like a, I think it was Miguel Cabrera, actually. Maybe it was Miguel. Somebody yeah. just had like a handful more RBI than him, but JD was absolutely raking. But he missed <laughs> out just because of a couple RBI. I, so that, I, that sucks, man. Like I, the triple crown is such a cool achievement to me. Like I, I feel like that would just really sit with me forever if I missed it by like a couple RBI. Yeah. Or if Vlad can't get it because of like say he loses it by one home run to Salvador Perez. I would rather it be Otani than <laughs> Sal Perez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh. And Perez is widening the gaps for RBIs for Vlad to catch him. I mean. Perez has 110 RBIs this year, and Vlad has 103. So it's a pretty – it's not like a super uh, large gap yet, easy, but it's yeah. getting bigger. I mean, Perez is hitting the ball well. You're going to have to get uh, a couple RBI every two games at least. Yeah. Yes. Second place in RBI this year is Jose Brady, man. Like, obviously, I watch him a lot, but I didn't think he was second place. Devers tied with Correa right now. That's pretty crazy. Sick, dude. He's gonna be. We. I don't know how we haven't locked him up yet. He's yeah, thirty-three and one hundred four, I believe. Every day they don't do it, the price tag goes up. Yep. 
<laughs> I think he knows that, and that's why he's oh, leading. Yeah. That's what I feel is happening. Oh, he's he's not even leading a batting average right now. He's got work to do for that triple crown. Mm-hmm. Otani MVP solidified. Yeah. Well, I think Otani's done. I've came around to it today for sure. Yes, good man. Speaking of less exciting, less fortunate teams, we're talking about the Pirates and the Twins, who were officially <laughs> eliminated this week. Well, the a week? Last week. Yeah, it was pretty quick after our breakdown of the yeah. uh, their suckies. Yeah, the Twins were this week, however. And we're Toulouse? waiting for... What? The Toulouse? Yeah, the fucking those dirty Twins, man. We're, <laughs> no we're twins. waiting for Toulouse. one more team to get eliminated, and we'll do another breakdown episode. It's coming. We got another one of these, whether it's the Nationals, the Marlins, or the Royals, we're waiting to break you down. And you know, it's whichever, weird. Marlins were really feisty last year. And yeah. I uh, and like, I don't know. I, they have, I feel like I hear them talk about all the time. And they are not spunk. any good. Yeah, but they're just not any good. You can't put it together. It's just got some puzzle pieces then, but they're in the wrong spots. So you got the inside and the border. You can't be doing that. Yeah. Find your Marlins. corner pieces, boys. Yeah. The Marlins play the Pirates this weekend. The Nationals will start next week. That Marlins Nationals could decide who we mm. talk about next. Good little stat padding. Yeah. <laughs> little stat pad games. No big deal. Never hurt anybody. The fucking Orioles are 46 and 99. So bad. <laughs> so oh, imagine getting to 100 losses before 50 wins. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going to happen. This is why I am a proud supporter of relegation. <laughs> the Red Sox can do it to them tomorrow. They can give them 100 losses. Dude, they're going to give them 100 losses yeah. and then 101 losses and then 102 losses <laughs> because they're at Fenway Park. Uh, it's all, I am calling a sweep. You got a demoralized, beat down, sad Orioles team. Yes, sir. Dude, I feel like oh, I feel like we have to go watch Keegan Aiken pitch. Hmm. Against Chris Sale. Hmm. <laughs> I would be interested. Maybe as long as they don't bake in the center field stands again. Well, you'd have to get off work. Yeah, that is true. Huh? It's probably going to be like a 1 o'clock, huh? 7 o'clock. We'll discuss it, though. Mm. We'll discuss off air. <laughs> uh, Conversations to be had. Yeah. <laughs> Dialogue well, transferred. Yeah, we got to go support Keegan Aiken in person. Mm-hmm. Get them VIP pass. Yeah, hit everyone up. We should. I'll be yelling from the outfield. Keegan Aiken, you motherfucker, get all the <laughs> Come on, Keegan. You, you know what always works? They'll show us they'll show us on uh, Nesson if we bring a nice big old sign. Yeah, and all of us wearing can of corn shirts. Yeah. Got it. We get have the whole squad there. But anyway. I'm going to call up the Navy. They're going to get us a uh, boat ride down there. Hit the Gulf of Maine. They'll get us down there in 40 flat on the speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd have to. Shit. Got some connections. So that's about all we got for you on this week recap. Just to wrap it up, though, I'm going to kick it over to Elias. I don't know if you have anything, but I just want to talk. Just want to ask you, what's the most, as we always do, the most interesting, exciting thing you saw this week? 
Ooh. Can be anything. It could even be yeah, Salvador dude. Perez. <laughs> dude, honestly, that's caught me the most off guard. <laughs> I was cleaning pools today, and oh no, was it? I can't remember if it was today or yesterday, but either way, I was cleaning a pool. Looked up yeah. my phone, all capital fucking letters from Bleacher Report. Salvador Perez is just forty fifth overall. Oh my god! Like, what is this dude doing, man? Just. Oh, go to it's, sleep. It's like every day you expect Salvador Perez to like, okay, well, today he'll slow down, and he just hits another one. Oh, and another thing, actually. Uh, Iron Man, not Cal Ripken, Whit Merrifield. The man does not yeah. take a day off. He doesn't. He's been in, I no, swear to God, player. he's played in every game. I, I, I might have to go and look that up, but if I'm correct, I don't think he sat out a game this year. It's at least close to every game. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now. Why not? For a guy at that age, man. Uh, for me, my most interesting thing I saw this week, it's kind of like a collection, but is, and I'll talk about my own team. Fuck it. Was, <laughs> uh, is what Luis Roberts doing, man. He's one of the hottest players in the league since coming back from injuries, hitting 347 with eight home runs with a 938 OPS. He's been just absolutely incredible since returning from injury and everything the White Sox asked for and at times has been the offense as a whole. Uh, they saw it, it was the last weekend, but the Red Sox and, and you and the Red Sox you saw it firsthand. I mean, Robert just rakes. They mm-hmm. raked in that series. He's raked since. And he doesn't get talked about much on a national stage, and I don't think that's fair to him at all. And I, I still am pissed and think he was robbed of a rookie of the year last year. He probably was. He's going to be a really good player. He, he's probably going to be one of the first people of that core that the White Sox are going to lock up. Yeah, Cuban Mike Trout. The, and, uh, <laughs> well, I was I just looked it up, and a month ago, Whit Merrifield set the record in franchise history for the Royals, 422 consecutive games played. Wow. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, he, it's I not Cal Ripken-like, but, I mean, <laughs> and it's close. Oh, whoa, holy shit, another Bleach Report bomb. Fucking uh, Phillies and Cubs. What are they doing, dude? Where's the pitching? Just not there. It's 15-8 to 8 right now. But Jesus they trailed Christ. seven. They trailed 7 nothing to the Cubs, and now they're up 15-8. Did Bryce you see... This is awful reporting by me, and I apologize. But did you see Bryce Harper today? I don't even know what he was asked. I, I believe it was about the Phillies playoff chances. Was it a clown question? Said, it was like a yeah, it was like about the Phillies playoff chances. And he said, he said, yeah, it's an Eagles town anyway. <laughs> Sheesh, Jesus man! Yeah, <laughs> like, at least act, like say anything else. Dombrowski gonna send you a one-way ticket to fucking Detroit is what he's gonna do. Happen rotting in right field, buddy. I would not want to see him in Detroit, man. They're about to be a solid team, I feel like. Give him a couple years. I think they're finally coming back. It's been a while, but they're finally coming. Speaking of, since we didn't do a weekend recap for reasons I have forgotten, um, we a few things I want to point out. White Sox took the season series from the Red Sox. Just wanted to say it on the pod. Uh, mm-hmm. All the games were close, and I hope those teams play in the playoffs because, damn, they're fun when they to watch those games. And then 
and with some steaks on the line, whew, that'd be a blast. But, steaks on the grill. Mm. Fuck it, both. But the... <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> but the absolute biggest thing that I had to discuss on this pod was those goddamn Milwaukee Brewers taking Brandon Woodruff out in the middle of a no-hitter after mm. he had finished the eighth inning. That was Corbin. Corbin. No, it was Woodruff, wasn't it? Corbin. I swear it was Corbin. And they put Hater in. Corbin was dealing, and then it was Hater. But yeah, anyway, yes, Corbin was taken out after eight for some reason. Craig Council. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> oh, it was Corbin Brent. I'm an idiot. But yeah. still, why? How are you going to take a guy out of the game going into the ninth? He needs three more outs. That's like, ridiculous. Man. Give it to him, man. And Fuck the pitch count. Right. Like, how was he okay with that? Like, I'm sure he was upset, but, like, that's one of those, like, I know I talk dramatic all the time. Like, oh, I'd fight him. I, you would literally have to fight me to get, to get me off of that with something, yeah, line. dude. Like, like <laughs> turn into Max Scherzer for a sec and just yeah. go ballistic if something right. Doesn't... Like Garrett Cole when they try to take him out against the Astros, he's like, "No, this is my fucking game. Like, you're not taking me out." Wait, wait, wait. He ball. said, "You know what he said? He's like, no, this is my fucking game." That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the longest game I've had since the balls weren't sticky. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time for me. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like a cartoon character we discuss him. <laughs> but, uh, we shit on Garrett Cole a lot. He's actually having a really good year. I wouldn't want to see him in the playoffs, that's for sure. He's a good pitcher, even without the sticky stuff. But that oh, yeah. that press conference will live in will live in my heart forever. So funny. <laughs> uh, I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> Just say no, man. Just say no. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it's pretty easy. It's really a question. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he acted like it was some fucking brain buster. When he would just say no. Try to fucking do rocket surgery at the podium <laughs> right there. <laughs> but anyways, I think that's all we got for you at the end of this episode. Yeah, the week we're gonna we're getting the weekend recap done this week. I'm. I don't know what was going on with us slacking, not posting episodes. <laughs> I honestly couldn't even remember why the last few episodes haven't came out. Me but if it comes down to it, probably. Well, that was that was with the football episode. But speaking That's... of, do you guys listen to this and you like football? Listen to the Bomb Football Podcast. Me and Elias are on that as well. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for being all ears, everybody. Stay corny. See ya.